The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth and 10th chapters. Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon, the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without pain, give without pay. Acquire no gold, nor silver, nor copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor a staff, for the laborer deserves his food. In whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they, deli- they will deliver you over to the courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Over the past three months, protests brought people out into the public. Crowds formed, whether it was protesting the government shutdowns or racial injustice. But crowds are not communities. Crowds can mimic communities in a variety of ways. But crowds always disperse, and communities always congregate. Jesus has compassion on the crowds because they do not have a shepherd. 
Communities are precisely those who have a shepherd, who leads the sheep, protects the sheep, lives with the sheep, feeds the sheep, tends the sheep, and dies for the sheep. Every passage in the Gospel of Matthew on Jesus' shepherding is about keeping the sheep together. That is, creating community. Without the shepherd, the community turns back into a crowd. As Jesus says in Matthew 26, when he tells the apostles, when the shepherd is struck, the sheep will scatter. They will become dispersed, just like a crowd. The Gospel reading starts with Jesus going to cities and villages and synagogues. But rather than calling them communities, something we might infer, he calls them a crowd. Jesus understands people are not meant to live as a crowd. And these places will remain crowds until the shepherd sends his laborers into them to do what he is doing. It is important to note the laborers are not shepherds. Jesus says in chapter 10, verse 16, I'm sending you out as sheep. The apostles are neither shepherds who feed and care for the sheep on their own, nor are wolfhounds who fight and subdue the wolves. Rather, they are under-shepherds who preach Jesus' words and give Jesus' sacraments. It's Jesus' gifts that create community. Sometime around the year 100, Bishop Ignatius of Antioch wrote to another pastor on what it meant to be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. For, for to be an under-shepherd, wise as serpent or innocent as doves. Being wise and innocent meant being able to look into someone, to diagnose the underlying cause of their spiritual sickness in order to apply the proper spiritual medicine. The crowds were harassed and helpless, diseased and desperate. And Jesus saw their real need. Their real need was a relationship with God and each other through his shepherding. The only way Jesus sees into the crowd to know their real pain and their real anguish is to actually enter into them. By entering the crowd, Jesus transforms them into a community from the inside out. This is what Jesus does when he sends the apostles. The apostles are not acting like Jesus, but Jesus is acting through them. It is primarily his work. And Matthew's way of showing us is by never actually sending the apostles out. The apostles actually never go out. It's only Jesus who goes out. In fact, the next time we see someone who goes out and does something is Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. The apostles actually don't go out until Matthew chapter 28, when he tells them to go make disciples of all nations. 
One could mistakenly believe it's up to the apostles to create community, or one could mistakenly believe Jesus creates community without his church. But both would ignore what our gospel reading says today. If the apostles attempt to create community by themselves, this means they're working without the shepherd, which means they're precisely a crowd and they're right back where they started. Then, if Jesus worked by himself without the church, community is actually never created. Only individuals exist that share space. Jesus has compassion on the crowds by creating community with the very community he's already shepherding. Jesus is the shepherd who's alive in the sheep. His spirit shows them where to go. And gives them words to speak and lives through them to love the crowds. Every Christian was once in the crowd. In your sin, you were a nameless part of the haggard and helpless. But in his com- compassion, Jesus died and rose again for you. In his compassion, he forgave you all of your sins. In his compassion, he reached out and brought you close to him. And all of this he does through the church, where the Spirit lives, preaching his word, giving out his sacraments. The church is the community who loves crowds precisely because we have lived in that crowd. It is easy to see the protest crowds who are not like us and disperse them from our hearts and minds. Our Lord did not disperse us, but had compassion on us. That spirit of compassion was given to every one of us in our baptisms. And the calling to make disciples was given to each one of us as you were welcomed into the church at Holy Baptism. Christians are always part of a community who are meant to look into crowds in no other way but with compassion. If you are sheep who are wise as serpents and innocent as doves, then you are sheep who who looks into the crowds with compassion because you're looking at the situation in all of its concrete realities. And the concrete realities will reveal something about the crowds, but it also will reveal something about us. Since we are forgiven, our Lord promises to always be with us and promises that the Spirit will give us words to speak. Thus, we are not afraid of what it might reveal about us. Even if our first words to the crowds are, I'm sorry for for dispersing you from my heart, That statement shows the church, this community, isn't about itself, but about Christ. If the church makes her witness about anything other than Christ, our shepherd, then our witness will not only be confusing, but it might be downright scary. However, if we look with compassion into each other and into the crowds, the church's witnesses witness will be about Christ and how much he's forgiven us, redeemed us, and loved us, and how that even if we get it wrong sometimes, 
living in community with him and each other in forgiveness and love is the only way to live. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.